You're listening to the Legal Skinny Podcast with Trisha Burita. I'm a 16-year licensed practicing attorney in the state of Texas. I created Legal Skinny because when I've been invited to do educational seminars on different subjects in employment law and leadership topics, company leaders like CEOs, managers, and HR professionals would often ask me where can they find a little more information on this and a little more information on that. Look, I get it. There's a lot of resources out there. But sometimes it's confusing and people are so busy. Sometimes people only have 30 or 15 or maybe even 5 minutes in their day to devote to learning something new. On this podcast, you'll hear me have discussions and interviews on topics relevant to company leaders. Disclaimer though, Legal Skinny is for entertainment and informational purposes only. Not meant to provide legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. Also remember change or they differ by jurisdiction. So this is not a substitute for seeking legal counsel in your jurisdiction on the current law applicable to you. Why, hello, friends. Welcome back to the Legal Skinny Podcast. So birthdays in the workplace, well, they're very interesting to me. Um, I think they can be super cool. And I also think they can be potentially super awkward or even inappropriate. I think a lot of this comes down to the culture of the company and how they've decided to recognize or, quote, celebrate the momentous occasion of an employee becoming a year older. Now, for me personally, I actually love celebrations of my birthday. You want to go bowling for my birthday? Sure. (laughs) Go on a sailboat cruise? Sure. You want to go to lunch for my birthday? Or give me a balloon? Buy me a cupcake? People, I am down for all of it. I really wouldn't be concerned with whether you do or you don't want to celebrate with me. But if you do, I'm totally down to celebrate. (laughs) Um, In the past, I've thrown a surprise party for a family member. Never had one for myself. But I'm probably down for that too, assuming it's the normal jump out from behind the couch kind of surprise party. But the truth of the matter is, while you may be like me, or some of your employees, coworkers, or management may be like me, some people are not excited about celebrating their birthday. And that is okay. It's actually more than okay. Some people find the idea of people knowing about their birthday and then being thrust into the spotlight as something that makes them feel very uncomfortable. Some may even have anxiety issues around it, just like in a case out of Kentucky last month that went to a jury trial. In that case, Kevin Burling worked as a lab tech accessionar at Gravity Diagnostics in Covington, Kentucky, which is a medical laboratory. And the facts alleged in the lawsuit were as follows. And this was uh, what was potentially presented to the jury. (laughs) So um, Mr. Burling had a birthday around August 7th. And um, the facts are that were alleged is that the company had a customer practice of having birthday celebrations for its employees at the office. On August 2nd, right, several days before his birthday, Mr. Burling, um, being that his birthday and the center of attention is a a source of great stress for him. He told his manager about his anxiety disorder and respectfully asked that 
the company not arrange a birthday celebration for his upcoming birthday. Fast forward to his birthday on August 7th, the day of that um, birthday, he found out when he was taking going to take his lunch break and discovered that they had planned a birthday celebration in his lunchroom, in the lunchroom for him anyway. And it's alleged that this triggered a panic attack for him, which forced him to leave the office immediately and spend his lunch break in the car. And then while he was in the car, he texted the manager that he had told uh, not to um, plan this birthday celebration for him because of his anxiety disorder. Um, Confronting the manager on failing to accommodate this request um, to forego the standard birthday celebration of the company. The following morning after his birthday, Mr. Burling was called into a meeting where he was allegedly confronted and criticized by management for his reaction to the birthday celebration. And then he alleged that this triggered another panic attack for him. And then he was uh, subsequently sent home for that day and the next day. Mr. Burling allegedly called to apologize for having the panic attack, but um, even still on that Sunday, uh, he received an email from the company terminating him because of the events of the previous week. Now, this was brought under the disability laws for Kentucky, but it's which um, were very similar to the Americans with Disabilities Act uh, to the extent that there's the, you know, if you have a disability, you request a, an accommodation and a reasonable accommodation um, would be provided and absent undue hardship. So, In this scenario here, similar to the Americans with Disabilities Act, he asked for that uh, or allegedly asked for the reasonable accommodation, um, you know, for the anxiety condition. So the jury listened to the facts and on March 31st, 2022, awarded him $450,000, which was $150,000 in lost wages and $300,000 for suffering embarrassment and loss of self-esteem. The concern you have here, or at least the probably employment law attorneys listen to this and, um, you know, upper management, CEOs and and HR, you know, when you hear this is that um, if the facts are true, you know, as alleged and as the jury took them, that the individual requested, the employee requested an accommodation and then what exactly happened that would make the company not, not follow that or that particular manager not follow that? You know, it would appear that, you know, it wasn't recognized as an accommodation maybe or that it was somehow misinterpreted by management as the employee, like not having a good attitude about, you know, the surprise birthday celebration the company wanted to um, want to have for them. So, you know. Now that I've told you about this case, you may be thinking, well, what's a company to do about employee birthdays? Well, that's why I'm having this podcast. Let's kind of like chat through that because, you know, I'm going to go on a limb here, but uh, let's all learn from this case that, you know, we're not going to throw surprise parties for an employee who requested you not to throw one due to an anxiety condition. And then when they, um, employee doesn't like that you threw the party anyway, then fire the employee for it. Uh, just, just, just saying. I mean, 
you, you can do whatever you want, but I'm just saying if a jury in Kentucky thought damages need to be awarded in that scenario for failure to accommodate, uh, you know, a request uh, for accommodation for disability, then, you know, I think a jury, um, wherever you are, or at least in the U.S., could could probably find the same. So uh, risky business there <laughs> to be doing that kind of thing. Um, you see, this is why I find birthdays in the workplace interesting. There is more to it than when you first think about it. It's, I think it's like an onion. It's quite a few layers. I mean, even beyond disability claims, have you ever thought about how there could be potential religious or age discrimination claims related to birthday um, celebrations in the office? If an employee's religion doesn't recognize or celebrate birthdays, for instance, this could come into play. Or just in general, people may not prefer to have their age shared, which often happens in these type of celebrations. So they may not want that spotlight. So again, what's a company to do? First off, before you assume that your employee wants to be over the top recognized with confetti on their desk and balloons hanging around their workspace and a cake with sparkler trick candles that don't blow out, Okay, total sidebar about that. Those trick candles, you know the ones I'm talking about where the birthday person keeps trying to blow them out and they keep relighting. Those are really only fun for all the people watching, not for the birthday person. <laughs> I mean, for the birthday person, maybe it's funny for like two seconds, but then it's like really annoying because you can't blow them out. Everyone is staring at you. And I, uh, you know, I usually, it's happened to me, I usually want to make um, make my wish and and get on with the party. But, but you can't because these dang things keep relighting. <laughs> and then the brilliant genius who put them on your cake to begin with, which is usually a close family member or friend, is not going to take them off because this is why they bought them. Anyhow, I'm at a point in my life, if you buy me trick candles, I will smile for the photo op and then I'm just going to pull those candles out and chunk them in the nearest glass of water. Seriously, that's probably what I'm going to do. <laughs> okay, total total sidebar. Back, back to what I was saying. Um, before you assume the employee wants all of this grandiose celebration for their birthday, maybe you should just ask them what they want or if they're okay with it. For example, the manager could, you know, before informing all of the employee's coworkers of a pending birthday, approach the employee ahead of time and say, or during even the onboarding process when you, you know, bring that employee on, you know, we usually offer to do blank to recognize an employee's birthday. Would that be something you're okay with? You know, and then if they do have some type of accommodation or concern that they, you know, or they don't want it, you you leave that door open where it's totally okay if you don't, you know, it's no big deal. Uh, you just let us know, you know, um, and, you know, and then the thing, the things you, you could be doing would be like, you know, order lunch for the employee that day or have cupcakes for the office or order breakfast kolaches that morning, circulate a birthday card, you know, all those normal things that you see for these type of office birthday celebrations. But I think kind of getting the temperature of the employee would, would have gone a long way. And certainly if the employee expresses any concern, then, you know, don't go forward with some, um, you know, big celebration if, if that's something that they feel uncomfortable with, especially if they have this disability, religious, you know, or each, or just a, a concern in general, why are, you know, that seems to be anti the culture of wanting what you're trying to create of celebrating the birthday to begin with. 
Now, I can understand if after hearing all about this case, uh, you may be thinking, well, dang, I don't, I don't want any part of any of this. We just won't do anything. And well, hold up there. I, I'm not sure that's the best approach because some employees will misinterpret that as the company not caring. All right. So let's be honest. If the company doesn't take some stance around birthdays, then the employees may step in um, on their own to fill that space doing who knows what. So uh, now they may do that anyway, but I think that, that they're much more inclined to if the company does nothing for the employee on their birthday. I think you really just want to be thoughtful. You know, I'm inclined to like the policies where the company gives the employee a free PTO day off on their birthday. And then if their birthday falls on a weekend, they get like the Friday before or something. I think this could be done without even having to make a big fuss over the employee, uh, but, you know, still get the employee their benefit. I mean, you really maybe don't even have to inform uh, other employees as to why they're having that day off. Um, so, um, you know, also buying the employee lunch uh, where just the employee knows about it, you know, like giving them a Grubhub certificate or DoorDash credit or something that also, you know, just doesn't involve a big fuss over the employee at the office. And these are just ideas, but I'm just saying, you know, you could be creative with it. I know that not every company may be able to do those kinds of things, but, you know, these may be more neutral ways to recognize the employee and make them feel special, especially, you know, if they don't want to be like the center of attention. Also, remember, adverse actions can include, you know, potential differential treatment of benefits um, for individuals. So obviously you have to keep that in mind as well, that you don't want to be end up treating someone differently that, you know, could be considered some type of discrimination. So you just kind of have to be careful around this. This is what I'm saying. Maybe you never thought that birthdays, uh, you know, require so much thought in the workplace, but this stuff matters, you know, and um, obviously the jury thought, you know, it mattered in that case in Kentucky. So it's something I think you really should consider. Um, weighing all this and kind of, you know, maybe if you haven't thought about it, uh, think think a little differently about birthdays and, and what that really means and how you want to kind of approach it in your culture and your company. And and don't you see how now why I find birthdays at the workplace so interesting? <laughs> all right. Well, I hope I didn't steal your thunder about birthdays in the workplace. And uh, I guess I'll just leave you with that. And that's the legal skinny on birthday surprise in the workplace. Thanks for joining me on this episode of the Legal Skinny Podcast. I would love for you to go to www.legalskinny.com forward slash review to learn the super simple way to leave me a review to tell me which topics and guests you like. I value your thoughts and your review helps me support more company leaders just like you to grow as a leader themselves and to grow successful teams. I also drop the link in the show notes if that's easier for you. And while you're there, check out all the other resources I have for you as a company leader. And don't forget our disclaimer to remember legal skinny is for entertainment and informational purposes only, not meant to provide legal advice and does not create an attorney client relationship. 
laws change or they differ by jurisdiction. So also remember, this is not a substitute for seeking legal counsel in your jurisdiction on the current law applicable to you.